0: this is Barry Zelma speaking for claim school incorporateds newsletter Zelma's insurance fraud letter for February 1 2024 this volume 28 issue number three of the fraud letter the source for the insurance fraud professional includes articles and while continuing its 28th year of publication dedicated to those involved in reducing the effect of insurance fraud. ZIFIL is published 24 times a year by Claims School and is written by me. It is provided free to anyone who visits the site with the link included at the blog and who subscribes at the link provided at the blog. The current issue can be read in full and commences with an article about why an insurance agent fraudulently submitting fake applications violates his licensing statutes and as such loses his right to act as an insurance agent. Paul B. Kumar appealed a final agency decision of the Commissioner of the Department of Banking and Insurance, the Commissioner or Department revoking his insurance producer license, and imposing $60,774.25 in civil penalties, surcharge, attorney's fees, and costs of investigation for violation of the New Jersey Insurance Producer Licensing Act of 2001, and the New Jersey Insurance Frauds Prevention Act. You can read the full article and the full newsletter at the link provided. Then, of course, there is more on McClenney, Mosley & Associates, and this, the 23rd installment of the saga of McClenney, Mosley & Associates and its problems with the federal courts. In the state of Louisiana, and what appears to be an effort to profit from what some magistrate and district court judges indicate may be criminal conduct to profit from insurance claims relating to hurricane damage in the and to the public of the state of Louisiana including a default judgment against MMA for more than $10,170,665.53 owed to one of their vendors. Also, the newsletter deals with the new Compact Book of Adjusting Property Claims, 4th edition, which became available on January 2, 2024 in Kindle, paperback, and hardback formats. The Compact Book of Adjusting Property Claims 4th Edition is now available for purchase at Amazon.com and contains updates and clarifications from the first three editions, plus additional material for the working adjuster, public adjuster, and insurance coverage lawyer. You can read the full article and the entire issue of Ziffel at the link provided. Then there's a list of convictions from the Coalition Against Insurance Fraud, including one about Dr. Michael villay Royel, working as a doctor in the U.S. Navy, was sentenced in federal court to one year and one day in custody. Royale admitted that from 2012 to at least December of 2015, he conspired with other members of the Navy to obtain money from the United States by making claims for life insurance payments based on exaggerated or faked injuries or disabilities. Villaroyal certified that he reviewed the records and determined the injuries were legitimate when in fact he knew they were fake or exaggerated. At times, Villaroyal falsely stated that he interviewed the claimant and provided other service members with actual medical records to be used in fabricating claims. Villa Royale knew that the claims were false, but he signed off on them to receive kickbacks once the fake injuries resulted in insurance payouts. In addition to prison time, Villaroyal will have to pay $180,000 as criminal forfeiture. You can read the full article about Via Royale and other convictions reported on by the Department by the Coalition Against Insurance Fraud at the link provided. Then there's a listing of health insurance fraud convictions, mostly from the United States Attorney's Office starting with a report why four pleaded guilty to health care offenses, including doctors and lab owners. Mark Rubin, Renee Field, Kelly Nelson, Carlos Hornedo were all charged via felony informations in December of 2023. Mr. Rubin on January 17 and Mr. Hornado on January 10 both pleaded guilty to one count of conspiracy to solicit and receive illegal kickbacks. And then on December 13, Ms. Field and Ms. Nelson both pleaded guilty to one count of conspiracy. You can read the full article and others at the link provided. Then there's a story about a lawyer with the unfortunate name in advertising asking that people, quote, hire a dick, close quote, who faces six-figure sanctions. Eric B. Dick Esquire, for the second time in three months, has been ordered to reimburse and insure more than $100,000 for filing a frivolous, groundless lawsuit made solely for the purpose of harassment. You can read about his problems at the link provided. Then we report on my newest book, Property Investigation Checklist: Uncovering Insurance Fraud, 14th edition, which is now available from Thomson Reuters. The book provides detailed guidance and practical information on the four primary areas of any investigation of suspicious claims and examines recent developments in areas such as arson investigation procedures, bad faith, extra-contractual damages, the fake burglary, and lawyers deceiving insurers, courts, and their clients during catastrophes. You can read about the book and all of its table of contents at the link provided. Then there's a schedule of other insurance fraud convictions, convictions for claims other than health insurance fraud, including one about life insurance fraud in South Africa. And finally, uh, you can read the entire Selma's insurance fraud letter at the links provided.